Hey everyone, this is Nakaya with Join the Group Chat. Um, so, how you guys doing? Welcome to the next episode of JTGC. Um, today, you're going to get a treat. You're going to get two episodes. Um, I didn't do a midweek last week, um, and that was my fault. I kind of had a difficult, really difficult week um, concerning work and my personal life. And, um, you know, that's why you guys didn't get an episode, but I'm going to give you one today. And then of course, tonight we'll release the one with my co-host, which, um, I'm so thankful for the feedback you guys have given already. Um, I'm glad you guys really liked it. Um, I truly love that girl. (laughs) So, and you know, um, doing anything with her is always fun. Um, so, you know, I, had a topic for midweek already. You know, I I kind of last week I knew or dur- during this week um this past week I kind of knew what I wanted to talk about for midweek. And then, you know, um you know, this this podcast is named Join the Group Chat for a reason. Um you know, we talk about everything on here. And my biggest thing is I I want to come from a genuine and real place and I kind of want to relate to people and I just want to you know, connect with you guys. Um, today, I don't know if there's a specific, specific topic. I would say that, um, I was talking to someone about love languages and how important it is in relationships and friendships and any connection I think you have with people to understand them and also understand which love language the person you're dealing with or interacting with has. Um, for me, my biggest, my well, not my biggest, but my three love languages are quality, time, affection, and communication. Um, you don't hear communication as a love language a lot. Um, you know, of course, there's seven, seven, langu- seven love languages, and, you know, people kind of focus on those. But for me, communication is a love language. I want to talk to you all day, every day, that type of thing, you know. Um, <laughs> and some, you know, hey, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, but... Um, affection, because anyone who knows me knows I'm a very affectionate person, uh, always have been, and um, quality time. Like, I love being around the person I'm with, and I love being around my friends. I love being around my family, you know, anyone I'm dealing with, um, necessarily, in any capacity. I'm big on, um, big on quality time, and I think we don't pay attention enough to love languages. I think, you know, we have to understand that people are loved different, people are, you know, receive love different, people look for love differently, and I think when we try to give everyone else our love language, it doesn't work, (laughs) you know, um, so, you know, I noticed, um, like, okay, for example, with DJ, um, like, my love language is communication, right, I want to talk to you all day, every day, but I don't feel like that's his love language, (laughs) you know, I think it's, uh, I just, I just don't think that's his love language. Um, so as a person who feels like, I'm not going to say the strength of a relationship depends on how often you talk, cause that would be silly. Um, because I have friends that I don't, you know, see now, but, or, you know, I don't talk to them every day, but <laughs> the bond is stronger than ever. Um, but like I said, it, I mean, it's just it's just about understanding each other's love language. That's the main point that I was trying to make and drive home. Um, and maybe sometimes you have to just ask somebody because sometimes you may not know. Like, sometimes, like, you know, what is important to you in a relationship? Um, I think it's very important. By the way, I don't know if this is on topic or off. But um, it's very important to honestly, like, sit down and, like, I'm a planner by nature, by personality, by my life, by career choice, by everything. Like, I'm a planner. So I like to to know what we're doing, you know. Um, even with the business, um, being a marketing strategist, you know, I like to take on it. When I, when I do have a client, um, I like to ask them where like I like to know where you want to be in five years not like oh where you think no where where do you want to be in five years because that's that's what so I know what all of this is going towards where do you want to be in three years where do you want to be in 10 years sometimes people may not think that far and you know that's fair but where do you want to be next year you know usually I do one three five where do you want to be next year three years and then five years because now I need because I need to know because everything until those times gear is geared towards that so I'm like that with um relationships you know where 
Like, where are we going? You know, what what are we like? What are we going towards? And sometimes I feel like we, you know, you may kind of figure out the big picture, but it's like you have to remember that everything is geared towards that. So sometimes we forget that, you know. And I think I think that's just something to be said about that, you know. Um, so I, mean, I just think it's important. I think if you ever feel off track or you ever feel like you guys are on separate pages, you know. Um, just say like, hey, maybe we need to sit down. Maybe we need to talk. You know, um, now sometimes the other person may take it as, you know, like, oh, like, you know, you should know already, or haven't we gone over this? Like, you know what we're doing here, but that goes back to love languages. So for me, like part of communication in my love language is like, you know, I like to make sure that we're still on the same page. This is still what you want. This is, and not, not like an everyday thing, not like every day you need to, to tell me like you want, no, because I mean, actions speak louder than words. You're spending time with me, you know, you're being consistent, you're showing effort. I mean, I know you want to be with me, but you know, it's like sometimes, at least for me, I like to make sure we have the same common goal. Like we're not just wasting each other's time here we're not you know okay we're going towards marriage we're going towards this we're, we're going to have a business together like that type of thing and that's just I mean that's just my personality um may not be yours you know you may feel like hey as long as that person doesn't break up with me we're good but I mean not everybody like that me <laughs> um sometimes um because so I think, and I, I, love languages are important because that, that's how you can understand someone's behavior. So because communication is my love language, um, let's say I'm in a relationship with someone and then we don't talk all day. Then what goes off in my head is something is wrong. <laughs> like, okay, hey, let, let's talk because uh, clearly something ain't right. And that's just because it's my love language. So that's why my behavior is like that, you know. Um, if we go days and we only like text, Hey, what's up? Nothing much. What you doing? And then I'm texting you and you're not responding. And the next day you're like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, because communication is my love language, you know? Um, I think that I mean, like, I feel like my love language is all kind of like interact with each other, affection, quality time, communicate, like it's all kind of like just one big bundle of, you know, like effort and consistency, you know? Um, that's just my love language. And maybe you need to ask your partner, hey, what's your love language? Some people may not. I mean, you know, I'm to say it like that. but <laughs> I mean, some people understand it that way. But either, like, what's your love language or, like, you know, what can I be doing better in the relationship to show you how much, um, how much I appreciate you or how much I love you? Um, I think sometimes we tend to ask those questions when something's wrong. You know, something will go wrong, and then we're like, yo, like, what's, what, what else can I do? You know, because, um, hey, it's happened to me, <laughs> um, you know, where something kind of transpired, and that was, like, the first question. I'm like, like, hello, like, what, what's my, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm doing good, you know? Like, let me know if I'm not, you know? <laughs> Be, and, 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 I mean, that's just, I think that's just a human kind of, you know, something's wrong. You're like, okay, what am I doing wrong? You know, what if something, you know, you don't feel like something's right in your relationship, you're the first thing you think is like, well, some people, me, <laughs> what's, you know, what am I doing wrong? What can I be doing better? And sometimes we need to kind of um, prevent fires before they happen. You know, um, we need to get to a point where fires don't even happen because we're taking care of things, you know? Um, that I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, and this is, this is, like I said, this is a conversation because this is something that I have to learn, you know, to kind of like not wait till the fire's blazing to, um, try to fix it. Um, you know, sometimes I, I don't like to express that there's a problem and I know ladies that I don't, I mean, men maybe too, cause maybe, maybe, you know, sometimes men don't like na feeling like they're nagging or they don't want to you know, sometimes I think it's it's just hard in general for men to uh, express themselves, and that's a whole other conversation, um, you know. But I know people go through that where they don't want to bring something to the attention because either they figured, oh, we talked about this already. They're going to they're gonna be upset or, you know, with me, I don't like feeling like I'm nagging in no, like any type of way. 
at the same time, there's sometimes that this stuff is just like kind of boy, like, oh, like I just want to talk about this so bad. Like, can we just get this out? You know, that type of thing. Um, I've been there too, where, you know, I'm like, listen, we got to talk about this because if we don't, it's just going to get worse. It's going to be like a volcano waiting to erupt. Um, and sometimes you just kind of, you know, you just got to fix it. Um, I think with me, um, I try to do my best to show the person I'm with how much I appreciate them, how much I love them, you know, and sometimes we feel like we're doing a good job, right? But if we're not appealing to that person's love language, they may not feel the same way, you know? Um, we'd be like, oh, we're the, you know, because, and then listen, this is not too to my moment. But I feel like I've, you know, I'm a pretty dope girlfriend. And, and the reason why I said that, and it's, it's honestly, um, between my cousins, like, kind of coaching me as big sisters and kind of how to be in a relationship, you know, shout out to them. <laughs> because I am the girlfriend today because of them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and my mom and how she raised me, uh, that's what made me who I am, you know. So I am huge on effort and huge on, like, showing and proving. So that's how I am in a relationship. Um, that's why I say I'm a pretty dope girlfriend. But no, seriously, um, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all because I know i got some flaws. Um, but I mean, I'm like, one, I'm going to spoil you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to like do whatever I can to help you. And that's just how I was raised and how my cousins, you know, kind of taught me how to be. And even in that, you know, sometimes I'll still kind of be like, you know, is it enough? You know, and, and, and one of my cousins told me like, you're always going to be enough for the right person, you know? It's not saying that you never have stuff to work on. It's just saying that you're going to be enough for the right person. And I truly believe that. But at the same time, you know, there are some things that, you know, I think that we can take responsibility in our relationships and saying, like, okay, you know what? I could be doing this better, you know? And maybe that'll better the situation. Um, so I, I just think that's... I don't know, my my thoughts are probably all over the place, and it's cool. You know, my mind is kind of all over the place right now. Um, but I th- I just think we have to be in tune to each other more, you know? And, like, even um, for an example, and I'm going to generalize it, but, you know, there was a kind of, like, a little thing happening before with me and DJ, and um, I remember thinking to myself, like, why? Like, why does he keep doing that? And, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, why is he, you know, this, that, and the third? And, he ended up explaining to me like a couple days after that. Explained like, okay, this is why I do this, and I was like, wow, I, I I never thought it was that, you know. And I think sometimes we can have really selfish thoughts, and not not saying that we're selfish people, but saying we have selfish thoughts. So we always think kind of things are about us, or that you know we did something wrong, or you know that type of thing. And although it may seem like selfless, it's still kind of selfish. It's like okay, well we don't even take into account like okay maybe something's going on with that person. That type of thing. Now, sometimes people really may not, you know, people really may be just be doing, you know, what they ain't supposed to do. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes it really is a legit reason for stuff. And I try to keep that in mind, you know, in any, anything that I do. Um, and any type of people I deal with, whether it be friends or relationship, you know. Um, and I think, you know, another, another thing about relationships that, you know, me and my cousin, we, <laughs> we had a, a interesting conversation is that it literally, like, if you don't, if you don't trust somebody, like, you really, it's not necessarily that you don't have anything with that person, it's just that you have a bunch of mess, and you're, it's, it's not, like, you cannot be in a healthy relationship, a positive relationship, and not trust somebody, you know, with my ex, I, every time his phone rang, every time somebody texted him, I mean, I, and this is after he cheated on me, because before that, I wasn't like that, but he cheated on me one time, and I took him back, said I forgive you, and then I realized, like, oh, this is harder than I thought, this is more, this is work for me, because now I have to sit here, and every time his phone rang, not lose my mind, like, my stomach used to drop, like, I mean, every time his phone rang, my stomach would drop, you know, and I'm not one to go snooping on phones and stuff, just because... I'm not saying that I haven't looked at something, but I'm not one to like, 
oh my god, I need to know the password, I need to do this and that. No, because if I have to do all that, we don't need to be together because it's never going to stop. You know what I mean? With um, my kid's father, he had his Facebook signed into my phone. Well, he signed it, okay, he signed it to my phone on Facebook before and he didn't log out. When he handed me my phone back, what he did was just switch account on my phone. So he switched it back to mine. So I'm thinking he logged out until um, one day the red thing kept going over and, and it was like two days after this. I'm going to say one day, but it was like two days after this. I'm like, what? And I clicked on it because I'm like, I don't have no new messages. And I was like, oh, his account's still up here. And I, you know, and I clicked on it. And then I just, it opened up a whole can of worms, you know. Um, and ladies, I do believe that in men, because men do snoop too. Let's, it's not just a woman thing. But I do believe that um, if you go looking for something, you will find it. Um, not that... Our relationship was perfect before I found that stuff on Facebook, but if you go looking for something, you're going to find it, you know? And if you don't trust somebody, just leave them. Um, well, I mean, no, I ain't going to say it like that, guys. But if you don't trust somebody, you need to work on it. And then if you really, like, if it's the point where it's, like, making everything toxic, then maybe you need to reevaluate if you should be with that person. So definitely, you know... Evaluate the love language in your relationship and and your friendships too, because um, they do apply in friendships, you know. And going just going back to the comment of um, like men not wanting to express themselves, um, I had a conversation about that the other day too. Like I feel like a lot of men don't express themselves because we don't allow them to. Women um, and men, t I mean, no, we don't allow them as a, as people. When men express themselves as women, we either call them emotional or um, call them other types of names that prevent them from feeling comfortable enough to be expressive, you know? Um, I remember, like, you know, talking to someone um, who's friends with my ex, and he was like, you know, when I get married, he's like, I'm just going to do, like, the regular vows, and I was like... Why not write your own, you know? And um, he said, he was like, because he was like, you know, females ain't into that emotional stuff and they don't want to hear about my feelings, but I got to hear about theirs all day. And I think that is such a toxic situation when it's a one-sided thing, like, oh, only the female can express himself or, you know, like the man is, the man is what's supposed to, you know, hold his emotions in. Like, I... I just don't get it, you know. I don't get why females, you know, females, you know, uh, diminish a man's emotional vulnerability, you know, emotional health, mental health. Um, I think men have every right and should definitely feel comfortable with his woman to be able to express himself and you know, and have emotions and feel them, you know. I was watching a trial on TV, and the guy was being, you know, kind of judged because the he was on trial, you know. He, he was uh, accused of killing uh, the woman, I guess, he was dealing with and her children. And they were saying that he didn't have any emotion. You know, he wasn't showing emotion, and he kind of got crucified for it. And he's like... That's just how I was raised. Like, a man don't cry. And I think that is such a bad and toxic. It's just toxic, you know, because you you don't want your man to express himself. And so what is he supposed to do? Just bottle up all his feelings and, and what, talk to a wall? You know? If anything, you're his, you, as a woman, you are his safe haven. You're supposed, I mean, just, just as he is yours, you know? Um, but you're, you're his safe haven. You're supposed to be his, his peaceful place. You're supposed to be that kind of place where he can come and express himself to you. Like, who else, if not at the end of the day, his woman, should he be able to come in and, and be vulnerable, you know? Um, like, for me, when I get married, I'm, everyone, like, if you're close to me, never hear me talk about my wedding, you know. Like, I really... Like the vision I have in my head, my 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 man is crying when he come when I come down the aisle, he crying, and happy tears. Let's just clarify. 
Um, I, I mean, there's something about a man that cries, and I'm not saying that. I mean, I feel like I, I, I personally, I feel like that's another level of masculinity when a man can be in tune with his emotions and be able to express himself and care about things. Like, why, why are we putting, why are we putting that down? As women, we call ourselves, you know, we call our men the B word, or we say, you know, oh my God, he's so emotional. Oh my God, he's so. But then, you know, we want to be able to express ourselves and we want to be vulnerable. I just, I just don't understand it for personally. You know, a man is still masculine if he has like he's still masculine. It doesn't that doesn't at all take away from his masculinity that he's in tune with his emotions and be and is able like I love a man that can express himself psh, I love that that is so attractive you know um a man that can put his you know how he's feeling into words and stuff like that's so attractive like for me I never get like you know like I love sappy whatever you want to call it sappy mushy all of that that's I like that you know what I'm saying so men if the if, if a woman if you're in a relationship and you're in a situation where a woman is putting you down for having emotions or teasing you or however you want to call it like you either you don't need to be in that type of situation but you need to address it and if she continuously doesn't respect you or doesn't respect that side of you you know maybe she's not the one for you because I just feel like if you really love somebody you respect them and you want them to be vulnerable like I want my man to be able to come to me and and cry like he had if he had a listen if he had a really bad day like i have like man i've been there like you know what i'm saying like cry come here come here lay on my bosom i got you <laughs> you want a massage like you, what you want you want me to cook for you like i'll make it all better you know what i'm saying like i mean that's just that's just me like i like like i want my man to be able to come to me and be able to tell me anything talk to me about anything express himself he need to cry like come on come on honey like i got you you know, like, I just think that's, that's just attractive to me, you know, like, we need to just, oh my gosh, we need to build up these men, um, and stop putting them down, and I mean, and really build them up, because I, I just, I was talking to someone not too long ago, and she is an African-American woman, and she's like, I'm done with black men, and I was like, what, and she was like, I'm done with black men. She's like, I'm about to go get me a white man. And I was, you know, I was taken aback by that. And I asked her, I said, why? And she's like, because I'm so tired. Da, da, da. You know, every man, they they want to be rappers. Or they wonder, And I'm like, that, I, I can't stand when people group men together. You know, or I mean, not men, I'm sorry. Group anybody together. Like, all black men do not sag their pants. All black men do not only having a, a dream to be a rapper or a basketball player. All black men, you know, aren't, you know, as they say, uh, you know, he belongs to the streets. Like, uh, not every black man belongs to the streets. Not every black man, you know, can't keep his pants. Like, stop stereotyping. And I, And I feel like, honestly, I only see that with our race. Like, you don't see Asian women talk about Asian men ain't nothing. You know, you don't see white... I mean, yeah. You don't see... You don't really see white women doing it either. And I mean... And that's just the truth. Like, why is it that we, as black people, like... We already have so many obstacles against us. We already have so... Our, our black men have, already have so many obstacles. Our And yes, women, we have them too. But right now, it's about the men. But they have so many obstacles. They already have so many things against them... And then we come, and we as their sisters, their women, their their cousins, whatever you want to call it, their friends, like, we are supposed to be the ones that's having their back and, you know, and uplifting them. And yet we're the ones that's always putting them down. But God forbid a woman of another race comes and gets with a black man, especially a good-looking one, you know, we're the first ones to be like, you know, oh my God, no! Like, why is he with her? He shouldn't be with her. Like, okay, but look, look at how we're treating them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying every black woman does it, because like I said, I do not group, I do not stereotype, I don't none of that. But I just I see it a lot. Like whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like 
It's just con- like it's a consistency. Like there's just a, a wave of diminishing our black men. You know, they are not all thugs. <laughs> you know, they are not all like womanizers. They are not. You know, and yes, there are there are some black men who are who are who are those things, but they are they're. It's not fair to group them with everyone and say that oh, I'm t- I'm done with black men as a whole because of this. No, you just dealt with a bum. You just dealt with a womanizer. You just dealt with one, one out of God. I mean, what billions, whatever, you know, millions. I don't know how many black men are on the planet, but you just. You the one you dealt with a womanizer, you dealt with a thug, you dealt with a gangster, you dealt with a forty year old rapper, you know, who's who has nothing like I mean that's that's what you dealt with. That does not mean, you know, black men as a whole should be put in a category of undesirable. You know, because to me there's there is nothing more attractive than a hard working, beautiful black man, like you know, I mean, I'm just, I love black love and everyone, you know, and, you know, some people who say that I can't say that because I'm, you know, I'm more than just black. Um, but I love black love. I'm black. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, I just, you know, I just feel like we just need to, we really need to build up our men. Like, I'm just, I'm big on words have power. So, you know, um, now when I say words have power, I do not mean that the negativity and the demasculation are the identity of our black men. When I say words have power, I mean that if that's all that they hear, that they ain't nothing, they dogs, they trash, they, 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 they're undesirable. What do you think is going to be produced out of that? You know, like, if you're consistently feeding them negativity and telling them everything that they're not, you know, um, what do you think is going to be produced out of that? How about we start saying, telling them what they are? Like, you know, I just, I just, I feel for our black men. I really do. Because they have so, like, I mean, they really have a lot of things against them, right? So, you know, um just being a black man in America is hard in general, you know, and they have to work hard to shed the negative images that society already puts out about, you know, about black men. Um, and then here are the women that have birthed them, that are sisters of black men, that have, have black men as, you know, as husbands or boyfriends and have black men as cousins, as friends, and all you hear is all black men are womanizers or they they're cheaters and they're this and they're that and they're you know they're trash and they ain't they ain't nothing they ain't ish you know that type of thing and to consistently have that you know that that perception of that view and then you have to fight against that every day like you know and and everyone everyone who knows me um knows that before I even had children, I've always wanted a son. I have always wanted a son. I mean, at one point, I like, before I had kids, I said I didn't want girls. I just wanted all boys. And, you know, I ended up with all girls. And, um, and I know one day I'll have a son. But I feel like I'm scared to have a son. And when I say I'm scared to have a son, I mean, you know, there's the things that he, he would have to fight against the already kind of narrative that we have painted and when I say we I do mean us us black women society doesn't need to put our black men down that's the crazy part because we do I mean we do it enough and and that's some that's real like you know that I mean that it, it's just it's just crazy how we're so quick to group and 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 put our our men down i mean for me that's like you know i mean it's just i don't know it's just crazy to me you know it's just really crazy because there really are some amazing you know just amazing amazing men out there and who are good people and they're overshadowed by all the negativity that we choose to share you know even just like we're so quick to share to share uh, someone's mugshot because we know them and, you know, and, and they they did something. 
versus sharing a picture of just a man going to work or having a family or graduating or having a business like we're so quick to sh- to spread the news of like you oh you know Ray Ray's house got raided but then we don't talk about Roger just graduated first name that came to mind leave me alone you know uh we don't talk about how you know there is a man who's being you know and just even even like with the father thing oh my gosh like that's another thing we talk about i i know women that are so quick to talk about you know uh deadbeats and you know and how black men need to do this and need to do that and there's some really amazing fathers out here but we don't celebrate them we'd rather sit there and and talk about the the ones that aren't doing right like instead of celebrating the ones that you see doing right instead of like putting them on a pedestal instead of you know sharing pictures of them we'd rather sit there and talk and bash about the man that's not there and I and I just don't get it you know I I, I just don't get it and I mean there's amazing dads stepfathers godparents you know all of that you know for me like and you will never, ever hear me bashing anybody. I'm just not that type of person. And I will never bash my kid's father. Um, but he's not present, you know, as I believe that he should be. You know, but when... But you don't see me bashing. You don't see me on Facebook and Twitter. Every opportunity, you know, I get to talk about how what he's not doing for the kids and how he's not being around and how he's not involved you don't hear me doing that and I'm just and I'm saying it right now to make a point but I promise you you know and I don't make promises I can't keep but I promise you that when 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 the girls do have a man who is their father figure and or their father legally and and you know their father in every other way but blood like when their father is there and they they have a dad and I will be celebrating him. Why? Because I'd rather put that you and you will never ever you won't see me saying like, "Oh, look at what he's doing verse." No, you're going to see me celebrating just the positivity because there's are there's great fathers out there, but we choose to concentrate on deadbeat and child support and all this other great, you know, all this other grand, you know, gestures of just putting out negativity now there are men that are just not there and yes they need to step it up yes they need to take care of their children but it I just think it's very interesting how we are so quick to you know just to publicize and to shed a light on the negative but then I don't see anybody like well I'm not gonna say anybody but I'm just saying I don't see like the grand that same grand gesture of making sure that we recognize the positive fathers and you know the positive fathers like I just I mean you know even when father even when father's day comes around what do we see a lot of like I know for me this past father's day you know we all talk about you know we talk about like oh happy father's day to all the mothers that's there because you know the deadbeats and first of all I just a real quick thing um mother's day belongs to the mother's father's day belongs to the fathers if you're doing if you're doing everything and you you don't have a present person there that doesn't make you a father you can never you can never be a father now i know some people are like oh my mom is my, my dad and my mom and i'm just saying you were just a great amazing mother but I, I just really can't say when people say happy Father's Day to the moms and happy Mother's Day to the, like, but they don't do that. But see, here's the craziest thing. You don't see people saying happy Mother's Day to the dads that are the full-time dads who are doing it all by themselves. You don't see, like, the 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 off, the balance, the I mean, the lack of balance, the lack of, you know, equality is just mind-blowing sometimes because you you are you will see so i mean just a vast amount of posts happy mother's happy father's day to all the mothers out there doing doing the damn thing how many happy happy father's day to all the mothers that you know do it all but you don't see happy mother's day to all the fathers that's doing it all you know it's just but anyway you know, we just, I don't know. I just think we need to build up our kings. We need to have more positive images of them. And we need to just, like, affirm them. Let them know who they are. You know, hey, king, it's okay to ha- it's okay to be expressive. Hey, king, it's okay to have emotions. Hey, king, it's okay to be comfortable and vulnerable that you're still masculine. Hey, king, you're successful. Hey, king, you are everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, oh, affirm, affirm, affirm.
firm. Look up the definition if you don't know what it means, but affirm, seriously. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just so big on that. I'm like, let's just start celebrating the fathers, you know? Let's just, like, can we just start celebrating them, you know? Ce- or just, in general, celebrating our men who are just doing it, like, you know, whether it's graduating or, you know, even a man that's just working hard, he just go to work and he... And he worked, he got a job. Because how many times we talk about unemployed black men? Like, there's so many men out here that got jobs. You don't see us saying, like, you know, good job for the ones that's, like, you staying employed. I'm just, you know, it's just crazy to me sometimes. You know, I just feel like we just need to be more positive. We just need to uh, build up more, you know. And, you know, I talked about this in one of my previous episodes. If I believe it might be the first episode, um, you know, just like a man that and like it's funny how, um, you know, as women, if a man can't pay for our hair and nails and buy us anything we want and take us everywhere we want to go, he's a broke whatever, you know, however you address your black man. But then we can't even reciprocate what we're asking. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. I saw something on Twitter, and I think I retweeted it the other day. Anything I require, I can absolutely reciprocate. So if I require you to be consistent with me, if I require you to be faithful, guess what? I can do the same thing. If I require you to, I mean, I don't really require, like, gifts and stuff like that, but I'm just saying. If I require you, like, you know, spoiling stuff, I can spoil you too. Like, if I require you to take me on dates, I can take you on dates too, you know? I just think it's funny how, like, we just, like, we that's another way we kind of, like, put down our men. If they don't have a certain amount of money or they ain't doing it, like, they're broke. Like, why can't he just not, he just, he just ain't, he just ain't where he going to end up. Like, he, you know, but then we don't talk, we don't say females are broke. Like, we don't say, I mean, men maybe do, but I'm saying, like, we don't, we don't have that same standard for, for, for our black women. You know, you're, you're putting a man down for, for not being able to do something that you can't do for him. You know, it's just, I just, I just think the double standards when it comes to certain things concerning men and, you know, is crazy. And then we, as women, we, we want to shout about the the apparent double standards that they have, you know, but I just, I just think we need to, to stop putting down our kings. I mean, I feel like society does it enough. You know, society tries to tear down the black man enough. Like, they don't need us to add on to that. Because then then think about who's on their side then. Who is in their corner? Who is in their corner? If the society is against them, right? The justice system, we all know that that's screwed up. And then the black women... Like, there's no one in their corner. But then we want everyone in our corner when it comes to, you know, different things. I just, I'm a big believer. Anyone who knows me, I'm a big, huge believer in reciprocation and equality. Like, whether it's a friendship or relationship, like, I'm huge on reciprocation. Like, whatever I give out, I want back. Whatever, you know, you give out, I'm going to give you back. That type of thing. You know, but we can't have double standards and then want to shout and cry when they have double standards with us. It doesn't work like that. You know, just like sometimes, you know, women like we, we, you know, as women, some of us want to find a man who can put us through school and help us do this and buy this for us and buy that for us. But then we, some of us don't want to do the same thing for a man, you know, because I guess as I guess, you know, that there's a consensus that as a man, he should already have it all together. Or he should be able to do it himself, which is not, I mean, it does, just because he's a different gender doesn't mean that, you know, certain rules apply to him that 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 are just kind of made up. And I feel like we just put that on them, you know. It's okay if he doesn't have it all together as long as he's not trying to stay there. It's okay if he doesn't have, you know, everything worked out as long as he's trying to do better and get to a different place, like... You know, it's okay if sometimes the man needs help from his woman. You're like, a relationship is a partnership. It is, you are his helpmate. He is, you know, he's your provider, your helpmate as well. Like, it is okay for you to help a man get to a different place in life. You know, just like, you know, we act like only women can have mental health. 
only women can go through mental health stuff and men can't or if men do then they're being you know whatever a word or negative connotation you want to use and I I mean my mom used to tell me you'll get more with sugar than salt and I feel like that's the same thing like it's kind of like okay be the change you want to see you know we hear that all the time right so I feel like you have to speak what you want to see as in you know I, just, I don't know I just I just feel like we if we build up these kings more if we build up the image of the black man then maybe just maybe we'll get more with sugar than we will with salt if we stop trying to spread the negativity stop sharing the negative stories and start sharing more positive ones maybe we'll get more with sugar than salt you know um start telling these kings who they are you're you are successful you are enough like black man you are enough you are enough you know and you can do anything like you can do anything you are strong you are a king it's okay like I mean, just speak positive. I mean, you know, and sometimes I think we we diminish the effect of a positive word, you know? Like, I don't know, just tell your, just like tell your boyfriend, husband, fiance, whatever you guys have. I can't wait till I say something different other than boyfriend, but um, just tell your, tell whoever. Like, just start speaking life into him. Start speaking life into his future. You know, start praying for him. Like, maybe you guys will see something different. You know, um, like, I just, I just feel like we got to stop, we got to stop, like, grouping these men together. And we got to start focusing on the positive, and we got to really start building up our kings, for real. You know, if, if we're not in this quarter, who's, who else is going to be? Society isn't, justice system isn't, you know, I mean, you know, and, and I mean, racism is real. So the races aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to be in their corner. We got to be in their corner. And if we say that they are the providers, they are the backbone of the family, you know, then we need to make sure that they are supported. We need to make sure that the foundation is supported. Simple, you know? Stop putting all these unrealistic um, quotas on them, you know? Like... The, the same quotas that you can't meet or that and I'm not saying it in a bad way I'm just saying like I know I'm I'm saying like this is real life okay I know women who can't afford to get their nails on themselves but require the man to be have a certain number of zeros in his bank account and be able to spoil her and stuff like that but can't even afford one of those things but if a man can't then he's a broke n-word or he's this and he's that and you get more with sugar than salt you know and i and i pray and it's interesting because i just started like recently um and i want to i actually (laughs) i want to make it like a short book but i started praying for my unborn son no i'm not pregnant guys because i know i have to put that disclaimer out there um but i started praying for my son who's not here not conceived not no probably not soon but um I started praying for him and I started praying that you know the weight of the world would not always be on his shoulders and that he wouldn't feel the weight of the world that he would feel like he is weightless and he there's no limits and things like that we need to start praying into the men that are and that are in our lives whether it be our brother our boyfriend our dad you know um we just need to start building up our kings I'm just a real big believer in that you know like, even for me, you know, um, like, I pray for DJ, and he don't even know. Like, I pray for him. I pray for his future. I pray for his mindset. I pray for his heart. I pray for his soul. Like, I pray for, you know, I pray for all of that, and I pray for that. I pray that he that he knows he's enough, you know. Um, and simple stuff like that. Like, I just feel like if we start doing that, we'll start seeing a change. Like, for real. I, I, words have power. Words have power. Let's start affirming our kings. You know, read my book, Find Your Way Back. If you need some affirmations, you can get it on Amazon. Just saying. Um, But no, seriously, I really... 
um, I'm just really big in the building, building up our kings. And, like, my little brothers, you know, like, one of my brothers, he's had some, you know, whew, he's made some not-so-great decisions, but you'll never hear me putting him down. I always still tell him, like, you know you are intelligent, you are enough, you are amazing, you know, you are capable. Like, you are, you are capable. Just, I think just... But, you know, my biggest one is I always say you're enough. You know, you don't need to be nothing. You're enough. You're enough to get to where you want to go. You're enough to be what you want to be. You're enough to have what you want to have. Like, you are enough. And I tell my brothers that all the time. My, my brother will tell you. My baby love Cameron and my brother John. Like, I I love them. And, I, and as black men, well, John is definitely Spanish. But actually, both of them are part Spanish. But um, as, but as black men... You know, because the world sees them as black. They, you know, I just try to make it a point to let them know that they're enough. You know, and I hope and I I pray that, you know, one day when I do get married that I can be, you know, that I can do the same thing for my husband and, you know, let him know that he's enough consistently for a lifetime. And that would be an honor. Um, yeah. Because I, th- I think we put so much pressure on men, you know, and I think men, that's men in general, but we put so much pressure on them and then we don't really do anything to try to relieve the, you know, relieve the weight. We just kind of keep piling it on there. Like, you you know, like you need to provide, you need to be adequate in the bedroom. You need to be adequate at work. You need to be above average sometimes in those areas. You also need to make sure that I'm happy. You, you need to make like... You know, and and forgetting the pressures that they have in the outside world. Like, we put so much pressure on them, you know, and then don't support them even with that pressure. So I think that, you know, we just kind of need to be more mindful of how they're feeling. Like, you know, sometimes, hey, just ask him, is he okay? You know, like, hey, baby, you're right. You know, how are you doing today? How was your day? You know, like, do you need anything? Do you want a back massage? Or sometimes just do it, you know, stuff like that. Always make sure that... Like, you know, the, the saying, be be his peace or be her peace, you know, I think that's that's important. Like, make sure that when he comes home, he's coming home to a safe haven away from the outside world, away from the outside pressure. He know he, he's coming home to his safe place, you know, his place to recuperate and rest and recharge. You know, but just, just let's, let's just make a point to be more intentional in building up our kings, you know. And stop always, you know, and, and I mean, and I'm not saying all women, some women are so quick to point out what's so wrong about a man and all his flaws and stuff like that. But we couldn't take that same conversation and we don't even want to hear what's wrong with us and, you know, that type of thing. So just like start instead of telling him, you know, especially in arguing, you know, I, I, I really hate arguing, but especially arguing, you know, like a lot of women you know, are quick to tell a man everything he ain't doing and, you know, where he falls short at. Like, let's stop that. Let's stop hitting below the belt. Let's stop consistently badgering a man or putting in his head all that he does wrong and tell him what he does right. Like, just randomly, don't wait till his birthday or Christmas or, you know, Like, just don't wait, you know, just randomly tell him sometimes like, hey, you know, babe, I I really love how, you know, how you hold everything down. Hey, babe, I really love how you take care of us. Hey, babe, I really love how, you know, you are my peace. I mean, just build him up the same spoiling that you that women want. Men want that, too. They just either don't know how to say it or they're not comfortable saying it, you know. So let's just be more intentional in the things we do when it comes to these kings. And like, and, not in the, and I, I'm using relationships as an example, but I mean, even with our brothers or our friends or our cousins, like the men we come in contact with, just let's be more intentional about them and maybe we'll start to see something different. You know, and men, you know, make sure that you appreciate women who do build you up and do support you and do saying like, you know, like, for me, I'm just like, you know, my man say he want to have a business. All right, what can I do to help? You know what I'm saying? Whatever I can do. You know, you want to, I don't know, have a, even, you know, I don't know, anything. Like, whatever he wants to do, like, I'm down for it. I'm here. I'm trying to, I want to support you because I want you, you know, I want to be supported too. So I'm going to support you so you can, you know, this is, this is equality, reciprocation in this relationship.
You know what I'm talking about? Like you gonna you, you gonna you gonna give loyalty and you gonna get it back. You gonna give energy, you gonna get it back. You gonna get, you know, you gonna give effort and you definitely gonna get that back. You know what I mean? So let's just build up our kings and everyone. Let's learn each other's love language and take heed to that and try to understand the other person. You know, because I, I do. I, I, um, I think you can you can lose a person. You really can lose a person if you don't pay attention to the love language because that means that they're not they're not getting what they need out of their relationship. You know, and I do really, I do think like if you love a person improperly, like you can lose them because you know. If they're, like, telling you, you know, how... Especially if they're telling you, you know what I mean? But... Yeah. So let's pay attention to the love languages. Let's build our kings up. And thank you guys for listening this far with me for this episode. Now, the next episode that will be released is part two of the last conversation that we had. Um, and I'm ready, you know? I am so ready for you guys to hear it and you guys to... Um, to delve into the conversation with us. Um, we got a lot of feedback, and I definitely will be touching on that um, when we do the episode um, on the feedback that I did get. So thank you guys so much for even listening to us. Like, it's 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 definitely been a journey with this podcast. Um, like I said, I was already, I am already on another podcast, but this one is a little bit different. So because it's different it's a whole different kind of experience and definitely a different um you know just a different process and all that so um thank you for for listening this far and if you haven't already please go get my book find your way back by nakaya amara sarai johnson that's n-a-k-a-y-a-h if you just put find your way back by nakaya you're gonna find it paperback and also downloading um thank you so much for the people who have already given feedback about the book um thank you (laughs) i really appreciate it um it's still overwhelming because you know people are still getting my book which is um amazing and I think that one of the most amazing things is, you know, people that are in my life that was like, you know, um, I had the book free to download for about three days and they waited to buy it because they wanted to support me, which I thought that was really interesting and amazing. And, um, you know, but anyone who, if, if you downloaded my book for free, whether you got it, I anything is so appreciated. And I'm just, and I would love to hear your opinions about it, by the way. If you guys have read it, if you guys have only read half of it so far, I would love to hear your opinions. Um, like I said, God gave me that book. And I mean, I literally still read it myself. Like, like I didn't even, like, I don't know what's in it. You know, that's the interesting part. I read it like I don't know what's in it. And um, But thank you guys for listening. And um, I hope you guys got something out of today. And I can't wait for you guys to be with us for the next episode.